All right, and welcome back to Marky Mark and the Fitness Bunch. Today, we are going to be talking about how to transition from training for weight loss and moving towards training for strength. This is a question that I've been getting a lot, and it's not super simple. If you come from a time or like your whole past is completely weight loss training, maybe training that is just about strength and not about aesthetics in any capacity is kind of foreign. There's no history behind it. So we're going to be talking with the details today on how to move away from weight loss for your training and how to switch to uh, strength training and also a style of training that isn't about what you look like, isn't about what the weight on the scale says, um, that is just about making you feel stronger and more confident which in my opinion, um, as you can clearly tell from past episodes, is just the way that I think it should be. And I've been into a kind of a four-step process here, and we're gonna go over each step individually. The first step is you need to start creating a new goal. So your goals in the past have been weight loss or aesthetics, or they have been something about the way that you look. And because of that, that was always the goal. That was always the idea. And now you need to focus on something that is 100% strength-based. Where I think this gets tricky for some people is that they will make a strength-based goal that is actually a weight loss goal or aesthetic goal in disguise. That can be looking strong or looking toned or you have a goal based on a strength feat, but with that strength feat is associated with a certain kind of look. So what we want to do is create a goal that has nothing to do with aesthetics, nothing to do with weight loss. And that can be, I want to get five pull-ups. I want to be able to do 200 pound deadlift or something that you as a human being is almost like, it's not directly about yourself. Like it's, it's a, it's a goal that stands on its own and it has to be something that really moves you and motivates you. And what I kind of mean by that is that when we have the right goal, it motivates us enough to move towards it. If the goal isn't strong enough, then we're not gonna do it or we're gonna fall off after a period of time. So we wanna make sure that the goal that you choose is something of value to you and also something that is not chosen by someone else. That can be kind of the problem sometimes where sometimes you'll be like, well, a strong woman or a strong man like can do this. So that's not what we want to do. What we want to be able to do is like, what is what would make you the individual strong? I'll give you kind of an example. So for myself, what would make me strong and feel confident was a deadlift goal. I had a 500 pound deadlift goal and that was a strong enough goal for me that it motivated me for training for four and a half years. But if my goal was something else that wasn't super important to me, like let's say like I wanted a really strong bent over row, uh, it's not an exercise I overly enjoy. So if the goal was like, Mark, you gotta get a 300 pound bent row, probably get like month three in and like it, I would lose interest or not enjoy it or it wouldn't be the kind of goal that motivates me. Your goal does not have to be a 500 pound deadlift. Your goal can be something that's important to you. Maybe it's family related, or maybe it's something you've always thought you wanted to do, but never actually thought you could do it. Um, that is really 
what I, it has to come from within. And there's no, um, there's no dumb goal. I think that's also the important thing is that your goal does not have to directly associate with a health outcome. It's what motivates you. Um, my 500 pound deadlift goal is not a health goal. Um, there is no health reason why I need to deadlift 500 pounds, but it's what motivated me to keep going to the gym for four and a half years. And so in an indirect way, it was a health goal, but not. it does not have to directly be a health goal. It can be a performance-based goal. It can be you know, just something, be really, really strong, stronger than you need to be for life, but it does not need, it, the, the practicality of the, of the goal is um, less important than you might think. So that is really important. So you want to make a new goal, have it strength-based, something that truly motivates you and is not uh, chosen by someone else. It can be inspired by someone else. It can be inspired on like, oh, I would love to be able to do that thing. And when I say someone else, not... I want to look like that person. It's, oh, that's a cool thing that person did. I want to be able to do that too. So you can make, it can be inspired by someone else, but at the end of the day, it has to be something that you want to do and that inspires you. The second, and I think this is really, really key, is removing weight loss stimulus in your environment and we're going to go over kind of some examples this could be but if you're moving from weight loss to strength training removing cues that are about weight loss is going to be super super important otherwise you're essentially going to relapse it's basically going to be like a smoker who's trying to quit smoking but hangs still hangs out with smokers like it's just it's you're you're putting yourself in an environment that makes that task really difficult so we want to remove anything that's going to make you go you know two steps back when you're trying to go two steps forward. I'm gonna give kind of examples that I think sneak up on people that by removing them will go a long way. So the first is social media pages that are weight loss associated. This can be um, companies that are weight loss. Uh, this can be online coaches who specialize in weight loss. Um, or this can be friends that are on like a weight loss journey. So that is something very specific um, that is about weight loss. They post about weight loss all the time. You're going to want to remove that kind of from your feed and make sure that because if you're if you're trying not to focus on weight loss and all you see is all these weight loss clips, it's going to be very tough to be like, well, I should focus on strength. So removing that from your environment is going to go really well. Now, for people who, if you have friends who are on a weight loss journey, and they're still your friend, right? So you don't want to delete them or you don't want to make them, you know, tell them that like, oh, your page is making me unhappy. To that, I would say that you don't need to make a big scene about it um, and you can mute them. So that's not, and that, that's usually possible on most platforms. It's possible on Instagram. It's possible on Facebook. But so you're not deleting them. You're not, you know, writing anything bad or anything or, you know, making a big scene about it. You suddenly just press the mute button on their account and it just doesn't show up on your newsfeed. So that's an easy way of doing it if you don't want to like hurt your friend's feelings or in, in, in you, but you still want to make sure that, you know, weight loss is not constantly showing up when you're scrolling through your feet. The second is the scale itself. So a lot of the times people that have done weight loss journeys, a lot of those include daily weight loss or they've included, you know, weighing yourself every morning. You're going to want to get rid of the scale or at a minimum, move it to a place where you don't readily see it. 
Um, so if you're not ready to part with the scale right away, you're going to want to put it like in a cupboard or somewhere where you don't normally go to. So if it's currently sitting in your bathroom on the floor, that is a bad spot for it. And you're going to want to be able to move that away. You're going to want to focus. That's because otherwise it's just another thing that you're going to see every day. And then you're going to think, well, I just weigh myself and see how it goes. And like really we want to do is remove the need to weigh yourself at all, at least for a temporary period of time while you're transitioning to a more strength-based focus. So weight on the scale, best case scenario, just get rid of it entirely. Worst um, minimum, put it somewhere where you aren't regularly thinking about it. You know, create the environment. People, this is where this gets really tough. This is the third one where it's like you have friends who are on a weight loss journey or they're constantly talking about weight loss or they're trying some new weight loss diet or some new weight loss thing is kind of the main focus. What I would say is you can do a couple of things here. The first one is, you know, just change the subject. Um, that's the, you know, just try and be like, you know, move it to something that you find more enjoyable to talk about. Um, if you find it is bothering you or it's causing you to think about weight loss again, you know, if they are your friends, I'd just be like, hey, like, I'm really trying to focus on this instead. Is it all right if we talk about something else? And if they're your friends, like, this should be something that is not overly rude of them. They care about you. They have your best interests at heart. And you're just telling them, like, listen, I really want to focus on strength now. Um, so I don't love talking about weight loss anymore. Is it all right if we talk about something else instead? And... I think that's perfectly reasonable if they're truly your friends. And then other than that, I would just try and change the subject and then go from there. Weight logs, I think, are another one as well. So people who keep track of their weight, usually through an app, or if you're old school, you wrote it down in a journal. So you're going to want to delete the app, get rid of the app. This can be my fitness pal or, you know, whatever various apps. If you don't want to delete the app, you know, if you don't want to delete your account entirely, I would at least delete the app on your phone so you're not thinking about it. Um, deleting the app does not delete your account. So if you ever really wanted to go back, you could go back. The best case scenario is just get rid of the account um, and the app altogether and just move on. But I get that that is, can be a big step for a lot of people. So I would at least remove the uh, app on your phone and then kind of going from there, I think will go um, a long way. So first goal, you know, creating new goals, new strength-based goals. Second one, removing weight loss in your environment. And the third is a strength plan. So if you have come from an exclusively weight loss background, you have always had a workout plan that is based around weight loss. And so that is a lot of talk about calories. That can be a lot of talk about earning your food, um, burning fat. Uh, what is the most calories you can burn in a workout? Or what is the best workout for like burning this or like toning that, things like this. Um, by the way, most of the time it's almost completely wrong, but you're going to want a strength plan that comes down to building that strength goal that you mentioned in step one and not about how many calories you've burned or like, um, what did you tone that day or anything along those lines? So I'll give you kind of an example. So if you're working on your pull-ups, you're going to want a strength plan that is based upon increasing the strength of your pull-up. So you'll have a lot of pull-up variations in there. You'll have a lot of back exercises, um, some arm work, core. That's kind of the focus that you're going to want on your plan. And you have those in there to increase your pull-up strength. And that will 
be the main focus and you're not going to keep track of how many calories there are and you want to make sure that you really have it down to like the, the, the exercises, the reps, the sets, rest periods, all that kind of jazz. So you can't just have like a theme, like I'm just going to do a pull-up day today. Your pull-up day should have very specific exercises. And if you're curious on how to program that, um, I have another podcast episode, which is about how to create the ultimate workout, which can go through all that process with you. But essentially, you're creating a new strength plan that is based around the idea of making yourself stronger with no other weight loss or aesthetic goals. The fourth one that we're going to be talking about today is having some kind of accountability or support. This is a new journey in your life. This is going to be different and it will have different challenges than before and that's exciting, but it also can be hard to do alone, especially if you've come from a weight loss background and truthfully, if you've always come from a weight loss background and you're trying to do strength alone, I some people can succeed, but I would say it's few and far in between. That really you need a person to either introduce you to strength or someone to do it with or someone to keep you accountable or have the support. This is just a new challenge. This is a new chapter. That doesn't mean you can't do it, but it does mean that you'll need different support than what you had before. Um, we could, and we're going to talk about what kind of support that is right now. So that can be a friend that is also on a strength journey with you specifically. It can't be a friend that is doing a weight loss journey and then you're on your strength journey because that's, again, mixed messaging and it's bringing, a, bringing weight loss into your environment and uh, definitely would not recommend that. You want someone who also wants to get stronger. Maybe they want to get stronger in the same way you want to get stronger. Someone to check in with on a weekly basis. Someone to be like, or if you find that you're thinking about weight loss again, or if you're finding that your other people at the gym have a look that you're wanting to have, you want someone to talk to to kind of bring you back to base. And there's no shame in doing that. And I highly recommend it um, because everyone needs help. And we want you to have the best success and become your strongest self and feel empowered and capable based on what you want to be able to do. And sometimes things go off the rails and you just need someone to bring you back onto the rails. I think that's the metaphor. I'm going to go with it. The other way that you do this as well is you have some kind of coach and or trainer to help you through the process. If you come from a weight loss background, you know the training that is associated with losing weight. You don't necessarily know the training that is associated with putting on strength. They are different goals. And because of that, you need an entirely new plan, an entirely new state of mind. And this is really where a coach or a trainer just helps speed that process up. So instead of being your own accountability, learning about how strength training works, figuring out what the right form for strength training is, a trainer and coach just takes care of all of that. And if you have the right person, um, it can really be a game changer. And... I, I, you know, I, I'm a coach myself, obviously, but this is something that I think has drastically changed my life for the, for the better. When things were tough, having a coach really worked out when my clients are having a tough time switching from weight loss to strength training. Like I've been there to help them. And this really makes steps one, two, and three so much easier. Um, but without them, it can be very, very difficult. So you need some kind of accountability and support for sure. I think you need to be upfront with what that is for you. I don't think there's a wrong answer, but 
from my experience, a coach and a trainer just does that in full. And instead of you figuring out like, how am I going to do all these steps, a coach and a tra- uh, the right trainer would essentially do all of that for you. Now I want to be clear. If you get a trainer, you want a trainer that is also based on strength. And so if you get a weight loss coach, then all of this goes to hell. And then none of these steps matter. So get a strength coach or someone who realizes that you're focused on strength now as opposed to weight loss. Those are the main four steps, you know, setting new goals, removing weight loss stimulus, having a strength plan, having some kind of accountability support. When people are doing this, I think they set their strength goals too low. This is kind of what I see a lot of the time where someone will be like, oh, I want to, you know, let's give a kind of an example. This a woman who weighs 145 and she's like, oh, I would love to be able to deadlift 100 pounds, you know, get the triple digits. That is almost for sure wildly under her actual abilities. And what's fun about the strength goals is that she's going to crush that, assuming she has the right training, is that she'll be able to crush that in less than three months. Like she'll, like it's a good short-term goal. But in terms of like her dream goal, she should be dreaming about 200 pounds. In the future, she should be, in the larger future, she should be dreaming about 300 pounds uh, for a deadlift. Um, If she wants to be able to do pull-ups, she should be able to be dreaming about, you know, I just wish I could do one with a band. And I'm like, you could probably learn how to do 10 without a band. Uh, What I would say is that people really do tend to undersell what their potential strength is. And which is also what makes the beauty of my job, because then I get to be like, all right, cool. So we're going to hit your goal in six weeks and then we're going to crush it six weeks after that. And then you're going to feel more badass than ever before. It makes my job cool. And that's why I love it and do it. But I would say regardless of the strength goal that you make, you are probably your strength potential is probably much higher than you actually think it is. And with the right training, you could probably achieve it if not more. So that is what I would say as well. And even if you're starting from like a weaker, you know, if you think that you're, oh, but I'm just too weak. Um, there's no way I could be, you know, I'm just because of my builds or my background. I've literally seen, I'm trying to think at this point now. I've trained so many women at this point who can deadlift over 200 that it's uh, countless, countless times. And they're all different builds and different ages and the different looks and they all came from different backgrounds. Some came from athletic backgrounds. Some didn't at all. Your strength is so much higher than you think it is. And it's constantly un- underestimated. And I would say you want to set a good strength goal, but you should also understand that with the right training that you can do so much more. Let me know what you think about this. These are the four steps. I get this question a lot. Are people who want to move away from the weight loss and they don't know how to move to strength training? Let me know if this helped you and if there's any other things that I can add. I would love to be able to provide more content on how to make this transition. I think it can be a journey, but I think it is a very noteworthy journey and I think it is worth the effort. So thanks for listening to Marky Mark and the Fitness Bunch and we'll talk soon.